everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Brandy. I'm your host. This is Create My Headspace. And if you haven't listened already, this is a podcast where we talk about things ranging from mental health, well-being, personal growth, and um, just in general, kind of reflecting on our own thoughts and beliefs and how we see ourselves in the world. Um, In this episode, I wanted to talk about something that was genuinely very prevalent to me. And I wanted to just be really open and raw and honest, hoping that I potentially touch the heart of somebody else who is going through the same thing. Um, giving them the hope that it's not so bad (laughs) and that we can look at it in a new light when things get hard. Um, in this episode, I wanted to talk about the natural fluctuation in circles, in our social circles, in our friendship circles, and choosing people who choose us as well. And in general, um, how it can feel to not have a close friend, but also kind of the benefits of not being surrounded by many people. And I thought I would give you a little bit of a debriefing about my personal experience with this topic, which would be that I've always been someone who has had really long lived friendships and every friendship I've had that was close was rich and and very just abundant in many ways and expanding and loving. And my heart forever extends for people that I've had experiences with. And, you know, that's something that's really important to me. And I'm sure other people can relate is, you know, I'm an introvert and I think that there's a misconception between being shy and being introverted. Introverts are naturally more stimulated than extroverts. And extroverts, they require a lot more stimulation. You know, an introvert will feel more content doing something less energetically demanding, like reading a book or thinking deeply or having a deep conversation with somebody else and in a calm manner, but having a real harmonious connection with them at the same time versus, you know, an extrovert naturally requires more uh, external stimulation. Introverts are very easily overwhelmed and I find myself being sometimes easily overwhelmed, which is something that I'm working on because I don't think that any time that we have a label, um, if we want to call ourselves introverts or if we want to call ourselves extroverts, I don't think that that label should define how we show up around others and in, in the presence of other people. Because I find a lot of the time that people who say they're introverts, they're, they're shy because they're introverted. But shyness is a completely different thing from being introverted. Shyness is the, the inclination to remain, uh, to remain how do I how do I put this in a nice pretty way? Shyness is just the inclination to not want to participate in exposing yourself or being too vulnerable in front of other people or sharing yourself too much with another person. Introversion is just simply being naturally stimulated at a specific level. It's a completely different thing. So you know, with that in mind, I've always been a really introverted person and I find a lot of night, I find stimulation in the little things and I don't need to have extravagant, extreme things going on in order for me to be happy and content. 
Um, and because of that, I think I've been able to really, you know, and of course extroverts can do this as well, but I think I've been really able to create um, strong companionships with people where it's very long lasting. And not only that, but the connection is really just rich and, and really just strong as I was explaining earlier. Um, but some other pattern that I notice in my life is just how friendships are always so long for me, but then they abruptly end. And that makes me feel bad in the moment for a little while, as it should with anybody else who's who has lost a connection with someone they were friends with for a long time. But I notice that um, all the thoughts associated with the ending of the friendship were never really in my favor or helping comfort me at all. If anything, they were um, drawing negative conclusions towards what I have, what the absence of something within me or what I have wrong with me or what I'm not doing enough of, I guess. And I've come to the realization that those storylines just really aren't true and that naturally our circles do change and that's just a part of life. And obviously this is kind of like simple information, but I don't think that people really sit back and think about it that much. And if they are going through it, they internalize it a lot. And this isn't something where you lose a friend because it's a mutual thing, but losing friends abruptly, um, being mutual, but also there's still that kind of like wonder and curiosity of what happened, if, if that makes any sense. And um, I feel like this is specifically pertaining towards people who end up being in solitude after that experience and they're introverted because like I said, they create long, um, rich friendships, but only very few. I've always been someone who's had at max like two friends or three friends, but it, it has been just the most rewarding thing because I'm able to, um, you know, fully extend myself outward to that person or those people. And, um, so these are just some kind of things that I wanted to remind anybody who maybe doesn't have any close friends or doesn't, um, feel good about the ending of a friendship that has happened to them. First of all, hopefully it doesn't seem too (laughs) self-explanatory, but I just would like to talk about it. Um, we meet people at moments where our personalities are aligned the most. So I feel like in all aspects of life and relationships that you have with people, you can cling on to and friendships and whatever family you can cling on to the idea of what, what it should have been or how it, it was at one time, compare it to the current moment and have the hope that things will, you know, thus turn back towards the previous dynamic, but you don't take into consideration too much of the, the real shift that has happened within you. Um, something that I took note of was that every single time that a friendship ended abruptly, it was when I started growing and evolving or changing in some way. Even if it wasn't a prominent personal growth moment, it was just some alteration in my opinions or some uh, change in interest. I've always noticed that it occurs when a change occurs. And so instead of taking it personally, I remember that, of course, as change occurs, friendships occur, the dynamic changes. It's like a vibration. You know, at one point, 
the two people were vibrating in harmony and, you know, simultaneously it was all working out, but then something gets added into the vibration and now they have to come up with something, um, with more rhythm and they can't, they could just can't find that mutual rhythm. And I found that instead of thinking that it's something internally with me, just remembering that the fact that as we change, people change around us and the dynamics of our friendships change. And that's a part of life. And it's an active choice, just like I've talked in other podcast episodes. It's an active choice to meet people in the middle all the time. Um, and sometimes, you know, there's going to be off days or there's going to be strange days, but just meeting people in the middle and making the choice to do that. And if not, if someone doesn't want to meet you in the middle, um, you can let it hurt, but you can also peacefully step away, respecting yourself and not prying because it by no means should anyone ever feel like they have to pry. Nobody should ever chase after another person because that decreases your value as an individual. And we want to run back to what's familiar because sometimes maybe internally we doubt that we'll meet other people. But I promise you that it's just reflecting poorly of yourself. And strangely enough, um, you know, when we do chase after people or situations, usually we're viewed as less desirable. And because there's not a challenge (laughs) for the other person, they don't really seek us out, which is super strange to me, but I've noticed that pattern. And so, you know, considering that people grow, people change different interests, change their interests. And at some point the interests you shared may change and there may not be much common ground anymore. There may not be much, um, ways that you resonate with one each other, one, one another anymore. And that was just kind of part of life. Something that I also wanted to highlight was, um, how I currently do not have any close friends. And of course I have friends that are like, I'll hang out with them every once in a while here and there, but I don't really feel like I have that one close friend that, that knows me to the core. Um, and at first I really battled with myself, um, feeling as though, you know, there, like I said earlier, there was something wrong with me or whatever it is. But now I know that this time alone has allowed me to create a lot and to think a lot, to grow a lot, to nurture my soul a lot. And I've done that through reading more books. Um, you know, I've finished like three books in the past month. Okay. Well, maybe not the past month, maybe like the last two months, (laughs) which is a lot more. I used to read more in the past and then I let go of it, but now I'm reading more again. I make it a daily routine to read before bed at night. If I would be the person that, you know, would, would be up on the phone all night, like my past friendships or going out most of the time, um, being up late at night with my friends, then I wouldn't be able to have that rich relationship with myself and kind of that feeling of independence. I also noticed that when I was very close to people, something that was a common pattern for me um, was feeling like anytime that something happened that was even like the slightest little thing with such a little significance, I would call other people, talk about it, and, you know, seek to have their insight, their input, um, their perspective on the, on the topic. I just gave like three synonyms, but in just seeking to hear what they had to say about it. And that didn't really nourish my 
trust in my own personal insight. It didn't make me feel like I could come up with my own opinions. <laughs> and I've noticed that I feel better having my own opinions now. Um, and I think honestly, one of those things that everybody says time heals, it really does. You give yourself some time, I guarantee that it's going to get easier as the time goes on. But anyways, another topic, um, another thing about not having friends, and why it's not really a bad thing, is that I think we get more time to kind of know who we are. And, and that kind of talks, that kind of relates to the the thing that I just mentioned about, um, you know, when you don't have any friends sometimes, or when you do have friends, you're very close, you call all the time, or you like want to hear their input about everything. You kind of get to like befriend yourself a little bit and be able to talk with yourself a little bit. You know, I don't care if I sound crazy, we all do it. And maybe we don't. And I am crazy. But we all talk to ourselves a little bit. I have full blown conversations with myself about things sometimes. And it's just so clarifying to me because I don't feel the need to go and run and seek reassurance from someone else. Um, so in general, you know, you're better, you have a better relationship with yourself and you're able to not escape through other people as easily. Cause sometimes when we have a bad day, we go and escape and we want to hang out with people, which can be great. Like it should be, you know, that's amazing to hang out with other people when you're feeling down, but to avoid what's going on and to flee from all the thoughts that you're having through another outlet that avoids connection, connecting with yourself, you know, to be very transparent with you. Um, I used to feel so just horrible and I used to get so critical of myself and I used to feel really bad that I didn't have other people to hang around with, especially when I was um, in high school. And I would honestly even just like chill in the bathroom during lunch so I didn't have to, so I could avoid not being able to find somebody to sit with. And for a long time, I battled myself over it. But I just feel like when you look at yourself and you remember that you're someone who has really, you know, a specific personality and really high expectations of how you're treated, some people really just aren't, you know, on the same page as that and they settle for the bare minimum. But if you're somebody who knows that you want to have a really deep connection with people or that you want to um, further yourself or you want to be surrounded by people who have ambitions and, who um, inspire you and you can't happen, you can't seem to find that, then it's okay to be picky about who, who you get to see and who you don't get to see. And if you know, if your if your need isn't getting met, like if someone isn't reaching out to you as much as you're reaching out to them, then you shouldn't have to pry and try and keep people around because this energy and time you could be devoting towards yourself and bettering yourself and spending time figuring out a little bit more about who you are personally. And I think the longer that we cling on to, for instance, if you're naturally growing um, apart from someone who you used to be closer to, the longer that we cling on to the previous relationship um, dynamics, then we find ourselves, um, you know, you're, you put yourself in this situation where you don't realize it, but you're actually limiting the chances that you'll find other people 
Um, just like when we hold on to a toxic, I guess you could say relationship, you're limiting the chances of finding someone um, that could treat you better or that you would work out better with. It's the same kind of, um, you know, the same kind of idea there. The bottom line is obviously it is important to have people to hang around with and it's important to have people to communicate with and talk to. But I think the main message of this episode is just not beating yourself up. If you haven't found your tribe yet, you know, cause I know that we're, I I talked about this in a previous um, episode. I think I mentioned it at least once every couple episodes, but we're consuming these materials. Like we're consuming movies and stuff with people celebrating one another and like being friends and having this specific stereotypical friendship. But, and, and then even we present ourselves in a certain way on social media, but really there's so much more, so many more aspects to it than just what we see right away. And keeping that in mind and remembering that um, just because you don't have friends now or just because you're not connecting with people now doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And it also doesn't mean either that it'll be that way forever. Because like I said, if you take take advantage of this time, I keep fucking messing up my words. If you keep, if you take advantage of this time, then you'll get to know a little bit more about who you are and spend more time with yourself. You know, I definitely spend a lot of time with myself and I love it a lot. And I think it's like a, it's a healthy thing for me. Maybe some people think that spending that much time alone isn't a healthy thing, but again, everybody to each their own, everybody has their own balance and what they do and how they feel, what makes them happier. Some of us naturally need more social interaction while others are more to themselves and it should not be a negative thing because in the movies all the time we see that kid that's shy or um, the person that doesn't have many friends and it's like we feel pity for them but or even when when you go out somewhere and you notice that someone's sitting alone you think that's sad for them that they're not with other people but why should that be such a sad thing why should it be such a oh I feel bad for that person thing you know we deserve friends we deserve people and even family members um, that want to reciprocate as much energy as we give to them. And I think the most freeing thing about being selective about your friends is that you're setting an expectation of what you will be receiving. If you do not receive it, then you do not accept it. And, um, you know, that then the, I feel like the universe just naturally brings better towards you because you're so picky about what you receive and who you draw yourself closest to. Because honestly, the time that we have on this planet is very slim. And I think with that time, it's good to be selective of who you hang around. I know that out of um, feeling like I needed to talk to people, I would chase after, well, not really chase, but I would I guess you could say reach out to people that I didn't really have an interest in just because I just wanted to fill that void. And then I would hang out with them. And then it would just be like, at the end of the day, I just thought, wow, I could have been at home doing something else because that wasn't even like, there wasn't anything exciting about that at all. So, And this isn't to say that it should be like this forever, because I think it is important to have 
um, close friends. And I think it is important to have people who are close. It doesn't even have to be friend. It can be a, a relative or something. Um, but you know, don't get so hard on yourself in the moment when you feel like you don't have many people around. Don't beat yourself up. It's not a personal thing and know yourself enough to know that, um, you know, if people wanted to be around you and contribute to you, they would, but also not taking that personally because we only want people who want to do that and who want to be around us and contribute. It makes sense that if you're going through a time where you're having personal change in any category, that things are shifting. And of course, if you had connected with someone when you resonated more with them at a different time, maybe you won't resonate as much anymore. And that's okay. Anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Honestly, I recorded this like six different times because my mic just kept getting messed up. And also this app that I used to record the podcast was just malfunctioning. And I, so I'm so sorry if my tone was a certain way. I just was so frustrated for a small portion of time because I had to repeat myself so much. So hopefully the content of this episode was engaging in some way. And if you guys would ever like to reach out to me or recommend some podcast content, the topic that you would like to hear on the podcast, um, you can email me at createmyheadspace at gmail.com, which will be linked below. Or you could contact me, connect with me on my social media. I have Instagram, which is at createmyheadspace. And I also have a Twitter, which is at CM Headspace. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you.